0: Let's see. Am I selling you something? No. Are you giving me money to tell you about this? No. Are you now leaving and going to talk to the storyteller who lives for this kind of thing? Yes. I had no freaking idea how much fun co-op would be with the kids on the couch. I like a good co-op game, don't get me wrong. I always have. But Diablo 3, which I skipped on 360 and PS3, which I now have on uh, PS4, the Ultimate Evil Edition, is wonderful. And a really good time. And while we're nowhere near, you know, level 70 or any of that, we're, we're taking our time. Sure having fun, man. I can't remember the last time I had this kind of fun with a with a truly sort of cooperative long-form experience. There's plenty of, you know, competitive things on the couch that are a blast. If you're looking for other things on PS4 that are a real rip in the pants, I would probably recommend Towerfall as the main thing to get. But uh, And we bought multiple controllers for that game, and I'm really glad we had them. Because when this rolled around... It presented the best chance for us to sit down and have a good time. So it's, it's me and my two youngest having so much fun. It's a pretty special port in a lot of ways. And I am one to normally dig in hard against PC to console ports where the PC game in question is very PC centric, very mouse and keyboard, you know, sort of centric. Which is true of a lot of games and like, you know, strategy games like RTSs are kind of terrible usually when they're ported. Although I know a lot of people really like StarCraft. Uh, When it originally was on the, was it the N64? It was. It was the N64. But I I was like, well, sure, it's fun for a good time or whatever, but there was never, nobody ever thought, oh, this is the way to play this game. This is maybe one of the first times, I'm trying to think of another and I can't, but one of the first times I felt like a PC game was given the proper attention, love, and respect when being when having itself moved to a console environment. They nailed it. I mean, here's the funny bit. I'm not only playing that all the time, although I'm only playing it with the kids. We made a deal that we wouldn't level past each other. We'd do it all together. So, you know, I can only do it when they can do it. They're back in school now, so there's a little bit less time. But we are playing pretty often. But all it's driven me to do is play more and more on the PC anyway. (laughs) So I've got that, you know, fledgling character that I'm working on with them, a couple of them. And uh, I swing back over to my PC guys, which, you know, are not swappable. We can't have one on either. You know, you can't import one to the other, which a lot of people think is sad. I understand where they're coming from. But I've been playing a lot of the PC. I don't know if you guys noticed. Uh, The patch came out. You want to talk more about that? Before I do, let me just complain about one thing. Oh, you think it's all rosy awesome from Scott's point of view in the world of Diablo 3? Well, that's what you might think. But no. The new cesspools zone that pops in uh, rifts and greater rifts. Is a slog fest. The design is nice. It looks really good. I'm very interested in the the feel of of that whole space. Like the look of it is great. I want to know the story behind it. Like there's a lot of things I want to know about this. What, you know, this chunk of gameplay that used to be part of the main campaign and they pulled it out and saved it for later because they weren't done with it or whatever. And it's really nice to see something new, you know, while you're running riffs, which is a lot of what I do right now. But, man the slowdown in there i don't know what's causing it something in the geometry something and i've got a top npc and none no slowdown to speak of in any other part of the game ever but in that area four of us torment three or four everything going on on screen the way things go in a good rift oh good lord suddenly we're moving through molasses man Dig right in, everybody. Season one is upon us. I don't mean season one of the show. We're in season two. By the way, welcome officially to season two of the Diablo show. That's what this is. Season two, episode one. That's 13 episodes. Oh, man. People have been asking, when's it coming back? Well, here it is. I knew we had to kind of wait for some big stuff. The patch, the console. Seasons, greater rifts, legendary gems. All that stuff is good. And I'm stoked to be back. So expect new episodes weekly on the weekly, except for next week. I'll be at con- uh, Salt Lake City Comic Con. will not be doing a show. I apologize. Unless I can... Well, I may squeeze one in somewhere after or before. But uh, yeah, I'll be working that con all day. Anyway, Season 1 is upon us. Diablo 3 Season 1 is live in all gameplay regions as part of 2.10, although it didn't launch the same day as 2.10. They pushed it to Friday, so it was yesterday. By the uh, by, the way, today's Saturday, August 30th, so 29th is when you could get in and do the uh, seasonal play. And uh, it's real easy. Select your class, your gender, your name, all the usual stuff, but then select Seasonal Heroes, little checkbox at the lower left of your screen, and uh, you're in. You start with a fresh new dude. I made uh, the only class I haven't played yet, which is a monk. And I actually have a high-level monk on my account, but my daughter played that, so... Uh, I am going monk this time. He is he is a monk named Leonard, and he is a man, and he is currently shirtless and ready for action. Some of you are saying, well, Scott, I'm, I'm a noob. I've come to this show fresh. I don't know what's happening. What is a season? What's going on? What, what do they propose to do with a season? Let me tell you right now. The season in Diablo is described thusly by the folks at Blizzard themselves. Quote, seasons are optional. And a recurring game mode that offers PC players the opportunity to periodically start fresh, leveling new normal or hardcore characters from level one without any currency, resources, items, or previously earned Paragon ex- Paragon experience. They do not share your Paragon stuff with your other characters like they do now. So you can have just as a way of note or noting that this is true or wh- whatever I'm trying to say. You may have a lower lower level character in the game, but a high level Paragon character... One of the perks to your lower level dudes when you're leveling them is that they share the Paragon stuff and can apply points with your mains, the guys that are, you know, 70 and then all these Paragon levels. That is not true for your, one, for your new dude in the seasonal mode. They are starting out as if none of that exists. I might make a quick recommendation. Uh, bump the difficulty up to hard. Normal is way too freaking easy. I'm not playing hardcore here with this character because I want to keep him after all this. Well, I guess you can keep him either way, but I don't I, I don't whatever. Hardcore's for crazy people. Uh <laughs> he's I see you start him out on normal difficulty and it's just not enough. So, it's hit escape, change your difficulty, bump it up a notch, go to hard. It's much more realistic. Otherwise, you're just tearing through stuff. Very first punch I threw killed two dudes. That's a little OP in my opinion. Uh and you can always lower it. So, anyway, Uh, Similar to the separation between normal and hardcore game modes, seasonal heroes will also have their own shared stash and artisan progression. Oh, you know what? I'm telling you wrong. You can't play a hardcore character. I keep getting that wrong. You can play a normal character. They're just saying that the the separation here is the the same between normal and hardcore game modes, or similar anyway. Any currency, materials, recipes, items, Paragon experience, and artisan progression earned during a season will be rolled over to a player's non-seasonal profile once the season concludes, here, why would you do it though you're asking yourself what's the difference between this and just a normal starting a new guy? Seasons offer unique awards and new challenges for players, including new legendaries exclusive to the to the season by the way now they'll carry over stuff you'll you'll get to keep things, but you'll not get them anywhere else. An exclusive transmog set only available to those who complete uh sorry compete in each season and new achievements called conquests. Progress within a given season will also be tracked in their new leaderboard system, so you have bragging rights with your friends. A new way to play. That's all it is. Don't look at it as anything more than that. Some people are thinking, well, I don't want to start a new guy. Well, you totally don't have to. Rifts, greater rifts. uh, Tweaks to lots of systems, including my favorite, which is the freaking salvage your loot thing. Greatest moment of my life quality of life improved exponentially, ladies and gentlemen. You go talk to Zippy over there about salvaging your hooch so you can have some stuff to make things. And now you're presented instead of having to get the the little anvil and go over there and single click everything you want to get rid of. In some cases, accidentally do one and then, oh no, what have I done? I killed it. Oh no, it's not the same as buyback. Uh, Now they have three anvils in addition to the big anvil. And there's a yellow one, a blue, and a white one. And as you may surmise, when you click on one of those, it group salvages everything in that category. So if it's a rare, all the rares, uh, which are uh, yellow, all uh, salvage at the same time. Boom, done. Converted to uh, raw materials, done. Do it with all the blues, do it with all the whites. Now, the reason they don't just do do all is because maybe you've got reasons to hang on to something. It's brilliant, especially for late game players. This is just the way to do it. And, uh, oh, my gosh, saves you so much time. It's really, really awesome. And then if you've got legendaries, you can't accidentally group loot those or group salvage those. You have to do those individually. That's why the big anvil still exists in your world. And it's awesome. Holy crap, it's great. I'm going to do a season. I'll let you guys know how it goes with the monk. I don't expect to have the speed at which some players will have because I don't have that kind of play time. I love the game, and I'll play as often as I can, but I can't play it constantly. I mean, I just hit Paragon 100. That's how slow I am compared to some of my friends. But whatever. That's what I like about the game is I can kind of go at my own pace. Will I complete the season with a 70-plus Paragon? Probably no way. No way. I cannot even imagine that will happen. But I'll have some fun along the way. I'll get some cool stuff in the meantime, get some Conquest stuff done, and all that stuff will roll over, including my gold. So why not? And I want to play a monk anyway, and I'll have a new monk in my arsenal to level and mess around with. Because I think they're interesting. So yeah. Take that everybody, take it. Hey Scott, Sandbox Quint here. I just got done listening to the season finale of the Diablo show. I have to say it was a great episode, great season. I love the show. But after hearing the uh the last day a while and listen to Deckard Kane segment, I have to admit my mind is blown. I mean, how is it I can go an entire season thinking that Deckard Kane is actually Terpster? And it wasn't. What the? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terpster sounds a lot like Deckard Cain. I'll give you that. Does a lot of good voices. That uh, that Terpster. Uh, Thanks for the call. By the way, uh, we we don't have a ton of calls this week because obviously we've been been between seasons, but I'd love to get some of your feedback about these new patch issues, console questions, all that kind of stuff. Last season, you guys were epic with the phone calls. They came fast and furious. I have to admit, sometimes it was hard to just keep up with it, but it's great to hear from you. The number to call, 206-278-0553. 206-278-0553. Or you can send attachments to thediabloshow at gmail.com. That can be MP3s. Just don't send me those weird, like, BlackBerry file formatted things. I don't know what to do with those. I can't convert them. I can do just about anything else. MP3s are preferred, though. If you have to do a WAV file, eh, that's fine. Or an AFE or something. But MP3s, keep them short, keep them interesting, and you will likely get played right here on the show. Big stuff in Thursday's Blizzard D3 stream. You know, they're doing the Thursday deal. They do. It's no longer just uh, theorycrafting. It's more or less their chance to talk to the community, tell them what's coming up. It's. It, I think it's awesome. I wish WoW did this. I wish the WoW team would do this. I wish all their teams would do this. I know they do stuff off and on, but a, a weekly approach is pretty pretty rad. Um, And, you know, the game lends itself better to this, probably, to this kind of thing. So, anyway... Let's look at a few things that came out of this. I thought this Thursday was especially uh, awesome when it came to information. Uh, There will be a supporting piece for the new Crusader set in the future. Interesting. A supporting piece. What does that mean? The cold element on Crusaders, on their skills, uh, by the way, is probably getting phased out to focus on four elements. So if y'all really into the cold, Pretty soon you're going to have to just F that. No more, no more of that. Demon Hunters, or DHs as people are calling them, <laughs> uh, being multiple greater rift levels above other classes right now since patch is being regarded as a slight problem. Uh, to the devs, the issue isn't just the damage, but their sustain and how they can avoid most damage uh, and that their sentries can't die. So there's, there's some stuff there. A little OP right now, you might say. The DHs. You remember when this is what they were saying about um who was it who was the big Oh oh uh, yeah well Witch Doctor is still a little OP in my opinion. They got nerfed pretty hard for this patch, but Oh those guys. What's that one the skill where he barfs on you, basically? The big barfing head? That thing. I mean I when I run risks with people, just randoms, uh Someone's always popping that every five seconds and just tearing through content. It's just, I feel like they're just completely overpowered right now. I could be wrong, but that's, I mean, it just makes me, it's just motivating me to want to get my, get my, uh my fledgling witch doctor up to, up to spec. Might have to do that. Uh Control over pets is an issue, which is hard to fix, they say. Currently they hit the closest target, which is the least server intensive way to deal with pathfinding. Uh, that's interesting. I didn't really consider the idea that the dumber the AI on the pet, the easier it is on everybody's resources, including server resources, because the ser- you got to remember the server is pooping out all this stuff randomly, these these enemies to kill. And then if you're, you know, demon, you spawn because you got a weapon that spawns a demon. It has to be smarter than just getting the thing next to him. Uh, that's going to add more calculation and therefore perhaps more drag on everybody. So, uh, I think I'm fine with that. In fact, I know I'm fine with it. And, um, cause I got a demon right now that procs with my sword that is happy to just fight the thing I'm closest to. And that usually gets me, uh, some aggro help cause they'll turn on him and I can get out of the way with my wizard who's currently toting around a giant two handed sword. I wish he, I wish I was not doing that. I prefer the kind of True Wizard Wand uh, Floaty Ball Combo deal. I prefer that. I don't have that right now. You Sometimes you just take what you can get. And this thing was like 50% more damage when it dropped the other night. Got a great, great, great run the other night. Just got drop after drop. And um, yeah, I mean, when you see that kind of damage number increase, why would you not use it? You'd have to be a crazy person. A crazy Nephilim. 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 Oh, what else here? Greater Rift reward structure is being closely monitored and constantly discussed by the devs. So if you feel like, feel like things are a little bit weird there, you know, they, they know. They're working on it. Uh, they're working to fix a bug with Rift density. This applies to both uh, graders and normal Rifts. Uh, and we'll keep a close eye on density feedback afterwards. I really feel like whatever's going on with rifts generally is kind of the the way future for them or the way forward for them that they're going to do things with rifts in creative ways that will provide, provide new gameplay opportunities for us, new game types, new game modes. I think rifts are the thing to keep your eye on for uh, for content patches, and I really like them. I like them. I like them a whole lot more than just adventure mode bounties. Sometimes those just take me too long. I can do a rift quicker and get more loot. And I got tons of stones. Way more Rift stones than anyone should have, you know. Like I got 200 of them or something. And I'm using them all the time now. Now, you know, you don't have to. This is another nice quality of life thing and also a little bit more fair. When you start a Rift with randoms or your friends, it's no longer you plunking down five uh, Rift shard stone things. It's just you paying one to get in. It's a ticket. And everybody who wants to come join your Rift needs to also pay one for their ticket. So if two of you only go in there, well, then you only had two of you and you only had to pay one each. It's awesome. I didn't like the old way. The old way was weird. People standing around waiting for somebody to to click it. Even if they had plenty of them, they're just being cheap. Ugh, hated that. Everyone pay your way. Pay your little stone or get the hell out. Get poop or get off the pot. Uh, let's see. No plans to currently provide support for PS3 or Xbox 360 patching, including the Ultimate Evil Edition. They're just going to be that game is what it is. Um, you know, major bug patches that that's fine. They'll do that. Don't don't get scared about that. But like content patches, not going to happen. They say the architecture on both those systems make it incredibly difficult to port PC patches. Uh, partly because those machines are both using totally different environments uh, from sort of a PC environment, whereas the PS4 and Xbox One are basically PCs. The architecture is, you know, there's PCs in there, video cards and all. Uh, So that's good. That's good news. PS4 and Xbox One systems are significantly improved, they say, which is why they're able to uh, provide post-launch patch support for those systems. However, here's the bad news. You ready for the bad news? No plans to currently bring seasons to consoles. Oh, no! A reminder that uh, if you want to get your gold and your goblin on, meaning different gold or additional gold, 100% more gold, or rather, excuse me, it's a... Let me read you the thing, okay? Okay. Let me quit trying to explain it without reading it. Here's a quote. This is from Blizzard. To celebrate the arrival of this major content update 2.10, all players who log into Diablo 3 this week on Windows or Mac will not only receive a plus 100% bonus to Gold Find, but all treasure goblin spawns in the game have been doubled. I saw this last night. Every time we had a goblin, two of them every time. And in one room, four. That's great. By the way, I still haven't seen the Goblin Realm thing, the, where all the gold is. That still hasn't popped for me, and I've done a lot of rifting lately, so I don't know what's going on there. I know it's random, or I don't know what the... I don't know what the chances are. I don't know what the gamble is there. But uh, but I'm not winning. Anyway. Uh, they say this, as with our previous buff, please note that the Gold Find bonus will stack multi- multiplicatively with existing bonuses, including those provided by items and Paragon Points. In In, in other words whatever your addition to gold find already is on gear and stuff you will have this 100% added to that uh not in place of it this bonus gold find has double treasure goblin or uh, sorry this double the gold find sorry bleh. the goblin deal on the gold deal ends in the american region anyway on tuesday september 2nd it started on the 26th ends on the 20 or ends on the 2nd of uh, next month which is only a couple days away And it ends at 11.59 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. So get on it if you haven't. It's a pretty good deal, and I've been getting a lot more gold, and I like it. I like it. Why wouldn't you like it? All right, we gotta get into some emails real quick here. The email address once again is thediabloshow at gmail.com. Phone calls come to us again at 206-278-0553. Afternoon, Scott, says Tim Brown. I really enjoy the show. Hopefully it gets renewed for a second season. Well, good news, dude. Your email's being read on season two, episode one. I was hoping to grab a copy of the crazy witch doctor sound you use at the end of the show, and I want to make it my ringtone. Thanks, Tim Brown. Well, Tim, you mean this? <laughs> Okay. Now, a reminder what that is. It was just a glitch somebody captured it and put it on YouTube and it was this weird sound glitch that happened when he was trying to log out of the game. Uh it is available on YouTube in this form. And you can go get it right now. Just search YouTube for uh Witch Doctor glitch or Diablo Witch Doctor disconnecting glitch or something. Uh you'll you'll find it pretty much immediately and you can cap that out of there or whatever uh, if I get a bunch of feedback that nobody can find it for some reason I'll link it someplace or give you the mp3 or something like that but yeah it's out there for the out there for the masses and it is pretty awesome I will agree with you there by the way I guess this is what this it sounds like to find the goblin realm Let's see if I can make myself feel bad oh I don't have this yet and all this gold. Oh, gold, gold. Go break something else, buddy. Oh, I need g- fury. Oh, well, get some fury. Oh, that's depressing. I want to see it. I want to play some tonight. Perhaps I will see it then. It'll be good if greater rifts end up on console, won't it? Boy, I hope they patch that in quick. See, the, we, the thing we know is that they'll do content patching. What we don't know is if it'll be timely, right? Like, how long will it take them to do it? And they've said Zippo on that front. Nothing, not a word. Ukulelus wrote in, says, I think that's how you say it. Or Euclius. Anyway, Scott, do you know of any other community designed legendary or news of any uh, community designed legendaries? I believe the development team... I can't read today. Stated there would be more in the future. What would you like to see? Any thoughts on how they can improve the process? I can think of one. What do you think about them making community-based set items Impatiently waiting for season two of The Diablo Show and 2.1 to drop? This is before it did. Um, thank you, Yuki Elias. I love the idea of community-designed legendaries, but I can't tell if, if what you mean is like the community actually designs them, there's contests and things, or if you mean... They make one about dead mouse, or there's a, I'm just throwing this out there, a Diablo show one, you know, I mean, having been the recipient of this on the wow side, they made a, they made a trinket in there called Gurp's Perfect Arrow, which was named after my character Gurp in the game. And, uh, it was, that was obviously very flattering, but I, but is that what you mean? That kind of thing? Or do you mean like stuff we would help them make? because I like both ideas a lot. I think it's cool when they honor people in the game, and I also think it's cool when they let us have a say about what something coming up could be or our votes mattering in some way. I think that would be really cool. Final email comes to us from Rob from Texas. Hey, Scott. A few episodes ago, you were talking about the randomization process. I'm reading it like he's from Texas. I'll stop doing that. The randomization process utilized in building Diablo's world. I got to thinking, what if this was active in our world, meaning the real world? What if every time you left your house and you had absolutely no idea where a restaurant spawned on a given day? Or what what if we took it a step further and uh, and on some ways, or in some ways, the target was a Walmart and vice versa? Just a thought, uh, Rob. I love this idea. I don't know. I mean, it's a, I've can't even kind of I'm already kind of surprised that somebody hasn't tried to make a video of this or a comic or something because it's a pretty funny idea. Um, but it would be so only funny to the Diablo people anyway. Uh but yeah, if life was like that, I, I we would we'd be a very different people because you'd only have set areas which you always could count on, like your home base, right? That were always kind of the same with the same layouts, so your house, I guess. But as soon as you leave the confines of that, it's like, whoa. And in the case of uh, Diablo 2, was even more weird this way. Because Diablo 2 had the camp where uh, the first area, I forgot the name of it, the Tristram stuff, where Deckard sat by the well and identified your items for free. Remember that? Well, he uh, that zone was weird because sometimes the exit was up north, down south, to the right, to the left, like you never knew one day to the next when you logged in where you'd even get out of there at least in Diablo 3 they kind of you know the ways out are the same but then things get random yeah i don't know man I, I mean just imagine what society would be it would just be a very it would be entirely different than it is now i mean there's just no there's no way to know the impact i can't even imagine it it's that seems bonkers but it's a great idea i'm with you all the way mm-hmm. contest this week. However, I do want to give some shout-outs to people who purchased the Diablo Show Loot Pinata, which we are phasing out, so there's a little time to get it still. We're phasing it out for a new one. I'll let you know what and when soon, but if you still want to get it, frogpants.com store still has the current Diablo Show Loot Pinata, but that configuration as as it stands today is, is soon changing and becoming something equally rad, but if you want the original. You have a limited time to get it. I want to thank Jeremy Smiley, Kelly Kinter, Chris Blythe, and many more who uh, who grabbed that in between last show and here. Uh, you guys are awesome, and you're making a huge difference in how I'm able to do this show. Uh, so thank you for that. I really, really appreciate it. And uh, again, get the one while it's available, because it ain't going to be here forever. That would be my recommendation. Frogpants.com slash Diablo is the website. You can track all the old episodes and show notes and more and links and all that stuff right there. The Diablo Show at gmail.com is our email address. We are, out, we are on Twitter, at The Diablo Show on Twitter. You can also follow me, at Scott Johnson. Either of those work. I'd recommend both. Uh, on the web, frogpants.com slash Diablo. I already told you that, didn't I? And our phone number, 206-278-0553 think that's going to do it. Go play some Diablo, you guys. It's never been a better time. These patches are rad. The console version is amazing. It is a really, really great time to be a Diablo fan. And I love being back on the show. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. <laughs>